Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great, but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. It's Enrico Palazzo! And up steps into it. Pass is caught! Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it! Here's your ballgame, folks, as Flutie takes the snap. He drops straight back, has some time. Now he scrambles away from one hit. Looks, uncorks a deep one for the end zone. Phelan is down there. Oh, he got it! He got it! He got it! Touchdown! 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 Touchdown, Boston College! Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's got 40, something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got 40, it. 20, 10, He's got 5, it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. Under center is Wangler at the 45. He goes back. He's looking for a receiver. He throws down to the fire. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Malcolm Butler. Utah. Give me two. <laughs> two L's, two Z's. We're live. It's Mikey V and Mikey G. Hey, how about that? That's a new one. You like that. Rock. I like that. Yeah, you like that? Okay, cool. Let's rock it going forward. I'm ready to do this. It's 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. Week two's in the books. Week three, we've lost our chub. It's gone. Not getting it back, are we? No. Not this year, at least. Now, I'm actually confused with... By the way, live chat's open. Let's do this. Let's rock and roll. Bring your questions. I know you guys are good. You'll start out slow, I'm sure, and then people will just start filtering in, and they'll start shitting down our goddamn necks with endless questions, and that's <laughs> exactly what we want. So that's fine, okay? That's what we want. But, Mike, you're wearing orange. Let's go! That's right. But I don't think you're trying to mock the Cleveland fans. I think it's actually a tribute to your baseball team. Isn't that right? Yes, yeah, oh, sorry. That was uh, that was not intentional for those of you guys who have Nick Chubb uh, shares or your Cleveland Browns fan. So sorry about that. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. Uh, I got to tell you, DFS Monday night is a doubleheader. They did week two instead of week one, like we talked about last week, because you know they know week one's a joke, which is yep. still better than a preseason game, as we discussed. But I was thinking, you know. I'm not feeling Nick Chubb tonight. It just seems too obvious. You know, in DFS, sometimes it seems like an obvious play is too obvious. You want to go with a cheaper play. And I really wanted to yeah. play Jerome Ford. I didn't put him in the lineup. And uh, it would have worked out great uh, in DFS last night. But for season long, what a- yeah. I was actually really, really close to adding Jerome Ford yesterday kind of as a last minute, just like, hey, just in case Nick Chubb gets hurt kind of thing, at least I get ahead of everybody else before he goes to waivers. And I almost did it and didn't pull the trigger. Don't get me wrong. Sad that Nick Chubb's out because I have, do have one share of him out of my six leagues. But, um, yeah, kind of a really – not a, kind of. It was a really, really gruesome injury. So That's the game. That's the fucking game. Yeah. That's the game. That's the, game. That, that's the way it goes. Hey, look, your buddy's here. Pick two, Madison, London, Kyron Williams. We're off and running with Mike's brother giving us a little boost. Thanks, buddy. Shout out to you, yep. uh, which I will momentarily. So why don't you start off? You're the brother. You know best. Well, I think he's looking for your advice. Go, because oh. I, gave him, I gave him my answer already, and I want to see if you match my answer here. 
So this is a non PPR league. This is uh, my brother and I play and yeah, my brother and I play in this really, really big home league with our childhood friends here. So um, he wants to know which, which of these two to start. I gave him my two. What are you saying here? Well, uh, looks like Kyron Williams, absolutely the guy you want to have for sure. That's one. The other, it's not PPR. I'm going to go Madison over London only because it's not PPR and the Vikings are 0-2, but that doesn't mean anything in fantasy. What matters is that Madison has a job and he could score rushing touchdowns still, and that offense still could play even if Minnesota's not very good this year. Yeah, um, I was kind of torn between Madison and London. I said Madison as well. Um, that game should be a shootout, too, between the Vikings and the Chargers because neither of them can play a shit worth of defense. So um, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that would be a high-scoring game. I haven't even looked at the lines yet, uh, but I do think that's – I would if I had to guess, I'd say that's probably one of the higher point totals of the week. Injuries could show up at any given moment, you know. In two weeks, things could change. Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Who knows two what weeks. But this is a tribute right here. I'm going to play this one for Nick Chubb. You know this one, Mike? Is this a little too? Are you a little too tad too young? You're not that young. Are you a tad too young for this one? This is. This, is this Tecmo Bowl? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. About injury music. Right. When your guy got yeah, hurt and he was being helped off the field. Yeah, this would be fun. So I hope it ends soon. It should end momentarily. Tribute, Nick Chubb. We miss you. Lost our yeah, Chubb. Buddy. All right. Well, we got a bunch to get to here. Live Blotto Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Make sure you do everything you're Utah. supposed to do. Follow us, subscribe. We got the Discord 24-7. It's in the description. And we got a Patreon. Starts at 3 bucks. okay? And I failed today. Uh, I should have had my rankings updated for today. And my life was so busy. I did not. We can do We'll have it for tomorrow, though. We'll have it for Wednesday. Yeah. Our updated weekly positional rankings. Every position plus matchups for defenses and all that stuff. So it's everything you need to know. Look ahead, updated injuries, uh, depth chart improvements. All of it will be there, right? Yep, absolutely. Rankings will be up. My rankings for week three will be up tomorrow. So if you guys are looking for that, uh, make sure you guys check that out. And again, Patreon's only three bucks. It's the price for freaking coffee. It's actually less than a coffee if you're going to Starbucks. So that's oh, more yeah. than three. Yeah, you and spent again, twice that in one day at Starbucks. Yeah, and not to mention, too, there is no price tag on a fantasy football championships where you can stick it to your buddies, right, and come home with a trophy. That's right. Stick it. Stick it to them, right? That's the game. That's the game. That's the game. That's the Uh, fucking game. Dom Caboose, you should always add the backup running back for Sunday night or Monday night games if you have the chance, Mike. That's what he's telling me. Oh, thank you. Hang on. Let me grab a pen and paper and write that down. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. That's a good one. I do it everywhere I can. I have an open roster spot and a guy that is droppable. Uh, your buddy says London won't touch it if Atlanta is up. That's true. I, that's all I they see. They run the it. shit out of it. Yeah. Oh, you get a brother discount? Free? Is that a? Yeah, this is a discount code. Free dot ninety nine. All right. So uh, <laughs> before the questions roll in. Who are your top ads this week right now? I mean, obviously, Jerome Ford's a big ad. Uh, Matt Breida, you know, there's questions. Will Saquon Barkley play Thursday at football? Quick turnaround for the Giants after the miracle, not at the Meadowlands. No, the miracle in the desert, which, uh, by the way, I won money on that one because I just took the over. When the Giants were down 28-7 or 24 live line? Yeah, I just took the over live line early on when they got down early. I didn't know who would win. I was a little paranoid about Arizona falling apart, and they did. I mean, I didn't know they'd pull it off like that, but happily took the live line on the over, and that played out just fine. Hit the applause button on that one, baby. Let's go. Hey, 250 bucks, man. It was a four-team parlay, a four-leg parlay winner. That's what you get. My betting picks also on Patreon, college football, NFL. Uh, We do everything. I mean, if you're covering the sport in detail, it all intersects. Betting, DFS, season long, it all connects in the end. I was going to say, people get that if they pay $3 a month. They could have hit 250 with Free? you, right? So Wow, yeah. You, come on, join the party. Although I got to post my bets more frequently in the Discord live with the live bets. But, yes, you're right. Yeah. So who you got this week? There you go. Uh, yeah, so obviously Jerome Ford is the number one back for me this week. If you have uh, Nick Chubb, he's should have been already been rostered. But, again, he's number one for me on that list for, uh, is Jerome Ford. Two, a lot of people are going to be rushing out to get Matt Breida, and I think he is worth a add to your bench. I don't know if he's somebody I'm starting right away. 
but again, Barkley is saying he, according to Dayball, he woke up feeling a lot better today and he's day to day. Um, I don't think he plays this week on a short turnaround, but Breida should probably be owned given the injury history behind Saquon Barkley. Um, and then my third running back this week is, and probably I would put him higher than Matt Breida, so he's number two on my list, is Zach Moss. Uh, I went out and got him um, prior to uh, Sunday, well before Sunday's game, um, as really as a block to the guy that I was playing this week. He started Deion Jackson, who got a big old whopping zero. Um, and now I'm happy I got that. So, uh, yeah, Zach Moss, a lot of people are like are going to say to me, Mike, Jonathan Taylor's coming back. Aren't you afraid that he's going to eat into Zach Moss's carries? I think Jonathan Taylor is going to get traded and Zach Moss will have season long value. So again, he's probably number two on my list behind Jerome Ford. So those are my three running backs, but I want to give you your, uh, give you, give you your thoughts too. Who are you adding as a top ad this week? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, get these go, go away. Good God. Ads are killing me. Uh, there's Zach Moss on your page here live. Uh, I'm going to start putting our football shows on the podcast, by the way. Our podcast feed, Plots of Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah. But uh, I Give wanted to get the YouTube a little bit of a bump first here and more of the live stuff just to get us connected. But, yes, I will be putting them in the podcast feed going forward. So, yeah, Zach Moss, it's a great ad. It's a great call. What can I say about Zach Moss other than he is the guy right now and it's not even that close? So it's arguable that he could be the priority ad of the week even with all these injuries and such. Oh, my God. These uh, ads are killing me on here. Like, just go away. Leave me alone. I'm going to turn that off. Nice try, football database. But I think Jerome Ford's the guy I want the most. I do. Yeah, same. Uh, especially in that offensive line, too. He looked great yesterday against a really tough Steelers front. Um, and again, I know there's rumblings about Kareem Hunt. And actually, my brother and I were just talking about it earlier today. Um I, it, he has Cream Hunt. He's been stashing him. He drafted Cream Hunt uh, and is um, hoping that he signs with Cleveland. Schefter tweeted out earlier today that he was in Cleveland for a meeting. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll let him leave without a contract. He knows the offense. He knows the team. But Hunt's really uh, everywhere he's been other than his time with Kansas City, um, outside of Kansas City, he hasn't really shown us to be that three down back. So I think he's going to be able to split some time with Jerome Ford, but I think we'll see mainly in the passing down work. But uh, both backs should be owned. If I had to rank them, I'd go Ford first, then Kareem Hunt if he's not owned in your league. Yeah, I'm Ford all day. I talked to my Cleveland buddy preseason. We were comparing players we liked, just our favorite players this season in the NFL for fantasy football. And he's a Cleveland guy, but he's also a big pessimist. And Jerome Mm -hmm. Ford was a huge... He was like, yeah, I love Jerome Ford. I don't care what happens with Chubb this year. He's going to be, obviously getting the keys to the kingdom now with the injury but he right. loved him regardless and i respected his opinion and that just moves to the top of the list for me i mean matt breed is a guy who could be serviceable um you know eric gray is a rookie that the giants drafted in the nfl draft this past season maybe he gets more in the mix too and then zach moss if he's available of course he's a big ad that's really no doubt about it i boy i really misread that texans houston game uh yeah in Indianapolis was just ready to ball out. Anthony Richardson totally got screwed. He comes out with two quick rushing touchdowns, gets his concussion, he goes bye-bye, and Indianapolis still wins on the road anyways rather easily. But, (laughs) you know, talk about ads. And we talked about this on the show, and I told you I loved him, and I was wondering would the breakout finally be happening, but I kind of was late to the party because I gave up because it was post, 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 post hype. That was Nico Collins. It's seven catches, 180 yards, and a touchdown. And I, yep. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I'm not trying to call you out, Mike, but we're just always no, honest. Please. I saw your, yeah. I saw somebody tweeted at you, uh, Nico Collins or somebody else after the Romeo fact. Dobbs. Yeah, I love Dobbs. Oh shit! See, that's just that's just bad luck. That's it can happen to anybody. Yeah. Nico Collins also, it was garbage time. Like CJ Stroud was just throwing garbage time in the second half, and that's gonna yeah. happen. You can't predict a game script like that either, but. This is very real. Nico Collins is very talented. He's, he's healthy. Yeah, if he's healthy, this is the real deal. I'm locking him in as a must-add, and I know he's still widely available. And it's crazy, too, because – and I know the, t- the tech um, – I don't need to tell anybody this. I think everybody knows this if you follow football even the slightest. The Texans are going to be behind a lot in a lot of games this year. They're just not quite there yet, and they're going to be throwing a lot. They've actually thrown in, – in the two weeks that we've seen thus far, they have thrown the ball the fourth most out of anybody in football this year. So, um, and mm. mainly because their offensive line is extremely banged up. They're missing four offensive linemen, uh, which is the reason why Damian Pierce hasn't been doing very well. So if you own Damian Pierce or 
I'm saying patient. And if you are looking for a buy low target, go get Damian Pierce. Their offensive line will get healthy. Hopefully they'll be able to see a little bit more work from him, but um, it might be a little bit while. Okay. Maybe it's a game script thing though, but Pierce only had 45% of the snap shares over the first two weeks here. Yeah, I think that, and again, that's a great point. Uh, and again, like I said earlier, mainly because the because the game script they had to throw, and Singletary's probably the better passing down back out of, out of the two, I would say. Um, but it's worth noting too that again, four off, down all four offensive linemen. Not only is Nico Collins a solid add, but Tank Dell as well, who we talked about on the show, um, is another solid add as well. So if he's available, he's segueing into my wide receiver ads um my top three are tutu atwell nico well if nico collins isn't owned he's number one for me but um tutu atwell uh tank dell and then your bozo lions josh reynolds yeah all right Looks he like- has looked good caught two touchdowns this week so those are right. my three wide receiver ads to add this week in that order again if nico's not owned i'd go him number one two would be tutu atwell three would be tank dell and four would be Josh Reynolds. Why do you love Tutu? I mean, Nakua Puka. Yeah. It's and, Puka Fest 2023 here, so. And it's worth, yeah, it, I totally understand that. And a lot of people are, and I, we'll get into that a little bit too, because I do want to ask you your opinions on that. But it's, even even in all the targets that Puka has gotten, right? In two games, Tutu Atwell has seen 17 targets. He saw eight targets in week one and nine in week two, right? And then I know he's got a matchup with Cincinnati, but. Week four and week five, juicy ass matchups. He gets Indy at Indy and then Philadelphia, who are down uh, two of their top corners. So I like him from just a target aspect of it. He's good to have, and just like running backs are with volume, targets are the king here with wide receivers. So I like Tutu Atwell's net. Uh, time for our reality check. I mean, peep the tape, says BTC. Last week we said Zach Moss over Gus Edwards. He balled to end the year last year. Well, what can I tell you? I mean, Gus Edwards is a guy that just doesn't die. And the Bengals losing that game, <laughs> boy, I, I was just so convinced. Uh, I have such trust in Joe Burrow, Mike. I believe in him so greatly that I was just certain that they were going to win that game against the Ravens. But no, your Ravens get it done on the road. Lamar Jackson, like, very efficient and and also very powerful still as a runner, 12 carries, 64 yards, but no picks, right? The turnovers aren't there, and he looks just like he's locked in, and Joe Burrow looks lost. I think Lamar Jackson may have got a whiff, uh, a whiff of, of our show and th- said to himself, you know what? <laughs> Mike Virginia is talking shit. I got to go out here and show him what's up here. Um, I was surprised how efficient, how good he looked in some of these throws that he made. Um, yeah. I believe it was his throw to Nelson Aguilar, um, which is another guy that doesn't die, I feel like. Um, but uh, the dude has been – the dude looked great, uh, and I was really, really shocked and happy to see it as a Ravens fan. From a fantasy aspect of it, maybe he's making me eat my words. I don't know. The defense was very very shaky. I did have some shares of T. Higgins in my home league, which I was very happy to see him catch two touchdowns and have a nice bounce-back game. Nice. Um, but, yeah, Lamar looked good. He did. And, you know, you're talking receivers here. I – I don't want to jump the gun here. I don't, I don't want to get too carried away. I want to remain calm. I want to chill to the next episode, as they say or used to say in the 90s. Well, it was a long time ago. But I, I think it's important that you know, 2-2 is a guy that could be useful. I agree. And the targets are there, like you said. But with Puka, I mean, good God. Our guy, Chad Simpson, who's been a, our hardcore Palazzo Discorder. He's done baseball shows for us on the Twitch channel here at Palazzo, and he now works at quarterback list. He's a writer over there, so you oh, shout out to Chad. Give me two. Because Puka is a legend after two weeks, and I, I thought it was going to be a fluke. I really did. I thought it was a one-week wonder, but he's here to stay, Mike, I think. Yeah, and even with Cooper Cup coming back, I did ask this question out on Twitter, AKX. If you're not already following me, make sure that you do here at MKB Fantasy. I had this poll here out earlier today. It seems to be a very mixed bag here in terms of the fantasy community here in terms of what you're doing with Puka, right? A lot of people are saying, hey, trade, sell high. His value is never going to be higher. And then there's also folks on the other side of the fence that say, hey, 
He's here to stay. This guy's legit. He's going to have value when Cooper Cup comes. I don't know if we're going to see the massive target share that we've seen from him this 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 uh, um, this far in the season. But at the same time, too, if you own Cooper Cup, right? I mean, the hamstring injuries linger, right? He's got nerve damage, right? So we, we have no idea how long this is going to last. We hope that he comes back um, in, in week five. Um, but at the same time, too, again, I think Puka is – I'm with you. I think Puka is legit. But – I also want to say this as well. I'm not trying to play both sides here. I would entertain offers for Puka and to see what you can get for him. If you could get somebody like a round two or three talent, would you be looking to make that deal, Govier? Great job. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe he could. Maybe he'll fade out. He's a rookie. You know, the rookie wall, that shit. But that could happen later. This also could just be a. Sean McVay and the Rams, they know what they're doing. They're very smart. They're so smart that they even know when they kick a field goal that they are getting the win for their home base when it comes to gambling. Don't be fooled. Sean McVay knows everything. He's not a moron. He's so full of shit. Yeah, he's so full of shit what he said earlier. Yeah, he is so full of shit. I love Sean McVay, but yeah. even he knows he has to lie on that front. Uh, do your thing, right. Sean. Whatever. I, I had a minus seven, so it was a push. Whatever. I'll live with it. But um, I think Puka's a guy that... Is going to continue to be a factor, and I wonder if Cup will be that much of a factor this year. I mean, this hamstring thing is no joke. It's no yep. joke. And what I heard this, I got to give full credit to uh, Cousin Sal from uh, Against All Odds, of course, Bill Simmons and Jimmy Kimmel Show. He's what has said is Cooper Cup a system wide receiver because it looks like someone Ooh. else could just step in and take over. <laughs> By the way, Matthew Stafford. Everyone dismissed him. They said he's done, you know, too many injuries. But the whole year off for Stafford, Mike, very refreshing. I know Matthew Stafford. I mean, he was a lion forever, okay? My Bozo Lions who shit the bed against Seattle. So hilarious. I can't believe I bought I can't believe I bought in this. It's so stupid. I know Jared Goff sucks. I said it in a tweet even the night they beat the Chiefs. But Matthew Stafford is never given that much time to rest. And I think it's that. Just as much as Puka being a good talent, I think Stafford being refreshed here is a huge benefit. So whoever's out there, that's why I like the Atwell ad because I think everybody is in play for the Rams from a receiving standpoint. Yeah, totally agree with that front. And then actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I literally just thought of this as you were talking. The Rams are a lot better than people think coming into the season, even with the loss of Cooper Cup between Tutu Atwell, obviously Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams has looked phenomenal. Stafford, after that whole year, it looks like he's back, right? They have Tyler Higby. They still got Van Jefferson. They got some playmakers, right? So I'm not saying that they're, you know, the, the Rams are a Super Bowl contender, but I think they're a lot better than people think, especially yes. on the offensive side of the ball. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. We've got yeah. some live chat really pumping here, so I want to get a few things in. Untamed Music just traded Mostert. Big game for Mostert Sunday night. Najee Trash Love. Jordan Love, still solid. Garrett Wilson. Oh, man. Tough times over there. Justin Fields, trash. Gainwell, your thoughts. So you traded Mostert, Najee, and Love for Garrett Wilson, Fields, and Gainwell. Um, I like selling high on Mostert because he's old. He could get hurt and could be unreliable. You know, in six weeks, Jeff Wilson could be the starter there, or even Devon Ashain could be involved, right? Uh, Najee yep. Harris, I think, is trash. I really think Jalen Warren's going to take this job, and it, it might be over. You agree? Uh, I like Jordan. You 100%. I like Jordan Love. Uh, I'd like to hang on to him if I needed to, especially if it was a super flex, though. But getting Garrett Wilson, Fields, and Gainwell, that's that's solid. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a solid, solid, solid deal. I'd be looking to get rid of Najee as as, I, as quickly as possible. I'm with you. I think Jalen Warren. I mean, if you if anybody watched that game yesterday, I mean, it's it's night and day how much better Jalen Warren looks in this offense compared to Najee Harris. Uh, he's just a plotter. The guy just, just trucks over people. He gets what two or three yards of carry completely inefficient and Jalen Warren is a lot better out of the backfield from a pass catching uh, aspect of it. So especially in PPR formats, if you can flip Najee now, I mean, because his price tag is going to continue to skyrocket down. So, yep. um, most for, I, I, I go in this side by side here. Most for Garrett Wilson. Give me the Garrett Wilson side Get, uh, fields for love. Kind of a toss up for me. I'd rather have love probably than fields, but fields does give you the rushing upside. Um, and then Gainwell for who am I missing? Najee. I'd have Gainwell over that over Najee too. But it remains to be seen how the Eagles are going to use that backfield yeah. now with DeAndre Swift's performance. Swift is God. Oh yeah, BTC saying Najee Trent Richardson 2.0. I know where you got that. I heard Matthew Barry say that about a month ago. Just saying BTC. If just be honest, if that's where you heard it, because I don't think you made it up yourself. Because I've heard that one. I still love you, BTC. Yeah, Thanks for I've being here. Also says don't be hating on your guy MJ. 
Goff ranked number four quarterback. Oh, in fantasy, Goff is great. I used Goff in DFS lineups. I did. Re- I had a real solid weekend of. I didn't win any contest, but I just made money in many contests thanks to Goff. But in yeah, real life I, football, I, yeah, I actually started in my home league over Kirk Cousins. So I have both those guys as my quarterback, uh, and I started him over Cousins. I was scared of the Philly matchup on Thursday night football, um, but uh, in our league, Goff was only I think only fell five points short of Cousins. So I love Jared Goff from a fantasy perspective. I don't know if he's the guy in, in real life football, but exactly. we'll see. Yeah, see, exactly. That I couldn't have said it better myself. Great job. Great job. Yep. Great job. We're live here at Blotto Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Subscribe, Utah. like the video while you're here. Come on, Give you guys two. know all this shit works. It's not your first time. Uh, BT says, PFF real-life football rankings, golf number four. Yeah, I get it. I'm with you, man. But yeah, that's not – I don't buy that. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I know he can do play action, and that offensive line makes golf better than he really is. I just don't trust him to be the guy who can take you to – a championship. If that's the goal here, I think the Lions are trying to build that. We saw it with the Rams, Mike. I mean, Goff got yep. him to a Super Bowl, but they couldn't win the Super Bowl. And they immediately said, hey, could we have the guy in Detroit? And we'll give you Goff and two first-round picks. And they won a Super Bowl. I mean, who came out on top of that? The Lions are looking good right now, but they still are growing. And the Rams have a Super Bowl. Yep, absolutely. Um, and, and again, it's worth noting, too, Stafford at this point in his career, yeah, he's probably in the back nine, but... Looking pretty solid this year again. Hopefully those injury concerns are past him. So, Look, with Fields, by the way, in that trade, everyone's shitting on Justin Fields right now, Mike. That's fine. He should be shit on. He's not playing well. Yeah. But the Bears are not going to turn anywhere else here. They've invested in Fields, so he's not going to lose his job. And there's going to be better performances, better matchups for the Bears down the road. I mean, if we want to pull up the Bears schedule real quick and think about what Fields has coming up here, because, you know, the Bucks. The Bucks defense is legit, Mike. I mean, it's a solid defense. Yeah. It's no joke. And Green Bay's defense isn't terrible. I mean, that's a solid D. Yeah. Did you while you're doing that? Did you see the video of I think he was in shotgun set and he goes through all of his reads and progressions and I think believe it's DJ Moore that's lined up on his left and Justin Fields goes left, goes center, goes right, and then he just runs it like three yards and gets tackled. It's literally the funniest <laughs> video on the internet. But they shoot to they shoot to DJ Moore and he's open in the flat. He just kind of runs like a little little curl route or an out route. And DJ Moore's sitting here like, "What the hell just happened? Why did you just do that? Why didn't you throw me the football?" <laughs> so he's not playing well. Uh, but again, something like somebody like Justin Fields. I know you know again the defenses for Green Bay and Tampa Bay are. A lot better than people thought going into this. In, into this, I mean, if he's not getting it done with his legs, he's he's not going to give you much from a throwing aspect of it. So his value really relies a lot on him rushing. Um, and again, I think better matchups are ahead, especially with uh, that week six starting with Minnesota and Las Vegas. But um, I think he's got some tough matchups coming up with Kansas uh, Kansas City. I don't mind too much. No, their defense is good. Kansas City's defense. I mean, they really shut down Jacksonville on the road. It's impressive. I think their defense yeah. is not elite, but it's going to be a challenge for Fields on the road. There might be some garbage time opportunity there. Then mm-hmm. Denver's a nightmare. We saw what's going on there with that Hail Mary and Russell Wilson. Total bozo fest over there for sure. Sean Payton's shitting his pants right now. Uh, Washington, yeah. okay defense. Washington's defense is solid. Minnesota's defense horrible. Vegas defense not very good. Chargers defense. So there's some opportunities here after the KC. There'll be some opportunities for Fields here to produce. So I like adding fields i think that's a smart move if you know if you know that you don't have a quarterback would you be looking to buy low on justin fields at this point given the first two games yeah i would especially i mean super flex for sure i'd love to have fields there's no doubt about it uh your brother here last year coaches say fields just does whatever he wants on offense (laughs) yeah they don't have a playbook they're just it's backyard football with him it's crazy like if you actually watch him actually play football don't read the don't watch the box scores literally watch him play uh, that's that's a fair statement. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything. Yeah, he does. Uh, Brian's here. What's up, Brian Andreas? Good to see you back here with us on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. What do you think the Rams do with Acres? Well, everyone's talking trade, Mike. But yeah. did they want to trade him last year? And then they like worked it out. I mean, what's going on here? Every year it's the same shit. It really is. And I, we talked about this last time on on last Tuesday's show, too. I mean, they, the Rams did have rumblings out of uh, around this time last year that they liked Kyron Williams when Cam Akers was kind of like 
ghostly inactive for the, you know, and they were using Darrell Henderson. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? They really liked Kyron Williams and it's now coming to fruition. Um, and then randomly he comes out of nowhere and he, you know, starts balling out again for the Rams. So, yeah. um, I don't know if there's something behind the, the closed doors that were not being made, uh, caught up to speed with, but, uh, I, there's been rumblings I've heard, especially on Twitter today, the Ravens were maybe in. <laughs> <laughs> this is an old bit with Miguel Cabrera that uh, Avisel Garcia was once upon a time the Detroit Tigers' baby Cabrera, baby Miggy, and that he banged Miguel Cabrera's mom. We've heard that one in that instance. We've also heard Delonte West bang uh, LeBron James's mom. Uh, there's a lot of uh, somebody bang someone's mom on the team stories. I don't know how many are true. I'd like to believe they're all true, but uh, your brother says Akers boofed McVeigh's old lady. So I'm going to lock that yeah. in. There you go. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen rumblings of the Ravens, the Bucks, uh, and a couple other teams. The uh, Dolphins, uh, the Giants were thrown in with Saquon possibly being yeah. hurt. Browns now uh, could potentially be suitors for them yeah. as well, even though I don't think. But they don't need. Yeah, they don't need it. No, um, I do think he gets traded. Just like as a football GM, let's just you know, let's put that hat on for a second. Would you be looking to add a guy like Cam Akers to your to your league or to your team? I'm 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 looking around the league and I'm trying to think of like. Can anybody really benefit from a guy like Cam Akers right now over what you currently have? No. 20, remember, le- legendary week one, 22 carries, 29 yards, y'all. That really happened. Yes. So get the hell out of here, Cam Akers. You don't have any leverage, my friend. And in negotiations and in demands, when you rob a bank and you hold up a bunch of hostages, what's your leverage? Well, we're going to kill the hostages. Okay, you got leverage. If you go rob a bank and there's nobody in there and you say, hey, we're going to blow up the bank. You're like, eh, okay, we're just going to raid it because there's no risk here. And if you die, we don't give a shit. That's Cam Akers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and again, I don't see him coming into, you know, back into the Rams. I think they finally said enough's enough. They want to get out of him. So. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a price at all, BTC. I really don't. Uh, Brian says Vikings, maybe. I don't. No, they they know Madison. They went in. They had a plan here. You just in football, especially the plan is going to be stuck with much more than other leagues because this is not as easy. It's like with Doug Wilson in New York, right? With the Jets, everyone's like, "Hey, let's get Kirk Cousins in there. Hey, let's uh, get Tom Brady in there." It's not that simple, man. Zach Wilson's a quarterback they had to rely on in a worst case scenario because of what they run and how systems work in football it's not like nba where you just show up and you can bomb 10 trays without knowing any of the playbook you know right off the bat this is the palazzo podcast up next some shitty commercials just for you What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's it's funny too, and another guy that I want to mention here from a running back segment for a waiver wire aspect of it. If he's not already owned, and I do think he's going to get more work moving forward, Ty Chandler, um, the rookie for the for the Vikings, is going to get more work coming up. So again, if he's somebody that's not uh, owned in your league, and you own Alexander Madison, I would be looking to put in a claim form just as a just in case. Um, there's a couple times that he blew uh, some some pat. Uh, pass blocking opportunities and got cousins shelled. So, and he is, has not looked efficient yet. Not to mention too, can we all just pump the brakes here? It's only week two guys. All right. Jamar chase sucks, right? Clearly he was a bust first round pick wink, wink, right? Like give Alexander Madison some time, but I still would be adding Chandler wherever he, uh, he's available just in case. 
Absolutely. Let me uh, fire this up for you. Give some quick hitters. See what you have to say. See what everyone has to say about these yep. players who might generally be available. This is one of my Yahoo leagues. By the way, I love Yahoo. See, look, I just want to show players, stats. Look how organized and simple this is. Yahoo is free. Still get the job done. I got to give Yahoo respect. Put some respect on that name. Top of the board here. Brandon Johnson. Yeah, he had uh, some lucky breaks, but... The unknown Denver wide receiver had two catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns on three targets. I mean, that's highly efficient. Scored 20 points, at least in this fantasy league, in week two. Brandon Johnson, a fluke? Yeah, fluke. Yeah, I I totally agree. A total fluke, unless we see him get more targets, which I don't see. they got a lot of wide receivers they like in Denver. Total fluke. Weird-ass game. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, your boy, you said uh, he never dies. I think he's a fluke here. Again, there's a lot of other receivers in Baltimore that I like more than Aguilar. Uh, maybe I would add in a super deep league, maybe. Yeah, uh, he's a, not somebody I'm looking to add. We've seen this before. He flames out for a couple games and then he shits the bed. So, oh, also the other injury. So the other injury we didn't talk about was, uh, you know, Jamal Williams of the Saints got hurt last night with the hammy issue. Tony Jones comes yep. in, scores a couple touchdowns. Not very efficient. Obviously, twelve carries, thirty-four yards. Tony Jones, are you adding him right now? With the Alvin Kamara returning after week three and the rookie Kendry Miller, maybe he can give it a go in week three. Yeah, Kendry Miller's got a hamstring injury himself, so we don't know if he'll be back this week. But again, I'm I'm not really high on Tony Jones. If you absolutely, in the deepest of leagues, if you need a flex or a running back desperation play, I could see maybe adding him. But you're really only going to be using him for week one or one week until uh, Kendry or, or um, Alvin Kamara come back. So I don't really have much interest in him. Agree. Uh, Khalif Raven, my Bozo Lions, he just had the one touchdown. It's a fluke. You never, you can't rely on him. Chase Claypool, no. total fluke, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Dontavian Wicks of Green Bay. I mean, Jordan Love is spreading it around. We got all kinds of receivers showing up each week. You never know who to trust. Not interested, right? Nope. Nope, Let's not see? interested. Now, here's a name. Nick Westbrook-Akeen. Now, this is a guy who shows up during the season. Now, Titans are a run-heavy offense, right? But he's a guy that Tannehill seems to like. I, there's a lot of miles of feed with DeAndre Hopkins being there now, and of course Traylon Burks. And my guy Conquo had, you know, he had some moments on Sunday. Like seeing that yep. from Tannehill, signs of life from Tannehill. By the way, I believe in Tannehill now again. I'm week one, I'm willing to dismiss as just a fucking nightmare from hell. But hit the awe button real quick. I want to hear the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Back in on Ryan Tannehill, huh? Great job. I am. I am. Because he's got a lot. Tennessee is a run-oriented offense, Mike, but they got a lot of weapons in the passing game that I really like. I keep getting drawn to Okonkwo and Burks and, of course, D-Hop. I'm like, man, this is there's a lot of talent here. Yep. And um, if you guys watched our show Sunday, I was concerned about DeAndre Hopkins and he did not come out. I don't know if he was 100 percent healthy, but I played against him in our in my home league. I was happy not seeing him do well. But uh, moving forward, there should be brighter times. And it's worth noting Ryan Tannehill scored a fucking rushing touchdown, too, which he yeah. didn't from time to time. So I always like that little Jordan finger roll thing that he does when he gets in the end zone. I think that's always really cool. <laughs> uh, week three, the Titans have Cleveland on the road. That's going to be a grinded out nightmare fest probably. So I don't love adding Westbrook Akeen for this one. But going forward, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Baltimore, uh, there's a couple of matchups where maybe he's a streamer. He's got to look at like a week-to-week matchup, maybe a guy you could sub in for injuries. That's what I'd like Westbrook yeah. Akeen for. I agree with that. Uh, Latavius Murray, you know, he got a touchdown, whatever. Buffalo Buffalo ran the shit out of the ball, Mike. And they did. Who I don't know who it was on Sunday. Someone said, Hey, uh, James Cook. I'm like, no, the bull the Bills never run. I'm not I don't want to start James Cook, but they shoved it in my face on Sunday. He had 17 carries, 123 yards. That could be the changing of the guard. I was gonna say, I want to pick your brain on this too. With how much they've ran the ball Sunday, do you think that that they're going to start to be a little bit more balanced on offense and not put the ball so much in Josh Allen's hands yes. because the guy's been awful, really. And they ran the ball down their throats. They used all three backs. They used James Cook. They used Damian Harris. They used Latavius fucking Murray. We talked about this earlier on in the show, too. This is the number one guy that just doesn't go away. I feel like this guy's been in the league for years, right? He's <laughs> resurfaced here in Buffalo. So I didn't even know right. he was on Buffalo, to be 100% honest. <laughs> I had no idea this guy was even in the league. These guys are always hanging around, man. Never say die. Right. Never go away. I can, yep. That's what I said. Changing of the guard. I mean that. Yep. I really yep. do. I think Sean McDermott after week one is like, I'm done with this shit. And him and Ken yep. Dorsey got together and said, you know what? The only way to get the job done here 
is for us to run the ball and literally take it out of his hands by calling more run plays all the time until Josh gets the message. By the way, uh, one receiver did benefit. Gabe Davis showed signs of life. That was nice. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. did. Yep. Yes. Yep. Davis comeback tour 2023 is underway. Uh, AJ Films up in here. What's up, dude? Let's see one of your films, by the way. S- send us a link. We'd love to see one of your films. We'd love to support our fellow people, subscribers, uh, whoever you are. Either way, should I trade Josh Jacobs for CD? Fuck yeah. It depends on what the rest of your league looks like. Yes, I already, what your team looks like. Yes, I'm that guy. Um, but no at debate. the same time, too. No way, yeah. dude. Come on. I'm, what, I'm taking, what's the problem? What, what's the holdup? What's the what's the specifics? I, I, I love CD. And in PPR formats, 100%. The guy just gobbles up targets. Uh, on, I mean, 15 targets is great. Josh Jacobs, though, again, I mean, I, it's only week two. And depending on what the rest of your running backs, running backs have been fucking depleted. Right through two weeks, so I'm, that's why I'm saying like make sure that you look at the rest of your team. Like if you're once you lose Josh Jacobs, are you plugging a guy like Zach Moss as your starter, which is serviceable, but he's not Josh Jacobs. So if you're hurting a receiver, and this makes sense, it obviously makes a lot of sense. I actually saw an interesting tweet too, and everyone's like, "Hey, do at this point in the season, grab guys like Zach Moss, grab guys like Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and load up on receiver." Right, because and I guess his, the point of his tweet, I can't remember who said it, was we're going to start seeing more and more running backs get hurt. Load up on these receivers that were more reliable, whatever it may be. I don't know what his point was, but uh, to buy high on, on receivers moving forward. So I like this move. There's really nobody he's competing with in Dallas in terms of the target share. So C.D. Lamb, good at it. I'm all about, I would do this every every possible moment I could do it. I would dump Josh Jacobs for C.D. I don't care if it's PPR or not, even. That's how much I love C.D. That's how much I'm not on Josh Jacobs 2023. Uh, quick Lock follow it for, Lock it in. Yeah, okay, there you go. Quick follow from him. Uh, would you do Amari for Jordan Love? I hate Amari Cooper. I, I think he's so overrated, but every time he goes out there and Deshaun Watson loves him. So I would actually hold Amari Cooper for Jordan Love unless it was Superflex. Yeah, I agree with that take wholeheartedly. Okay. BTC says, no, Love could be league top five to end the year. What does that mean, league top five overall or a top five quarterback, BTC? I love Love, but I think the Love Love is getting a little bit too much uh, of a love in. Yeah, that's a little bit. That's a little bit, of a, little bit of a reach for me, too. And keep in mind, too, just want to make this point, and I know, and you should know this, Aaron Jones was out, right? And again, they want to run the football. They want to use Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as a tandem here. They want to yeah. run the football. They want they want to maximize what Green Bay is doing is what they should have done with Josh Allen. They want to maximize his opportunities, not put him in position to turn the ball over, run the shit out of the football. So, excellent uh, Chappelle show references by your brother. Nice job. Yeah, I'm gonna lock those in. Great job. Uh, Cunny Bo's here. Connie Bo. Hey, Cunny Bo. That sounds like Cunty Bo. Hey, Cunny Bo. Uh, Connie yeah. Bo. Sorry, Cunny Bo. Connie Bo. I traded McLaurin, D Swift, and thirty fab bucks. I got Olave and Tyler Boyd. I love Olave. He's like, uh, boy, he's like CD. CD and Olave are like literally my top two receivers this year, I think, if I think about it, actually. But giving up McLaurin, Swift, and the 30 bucks, if Swift, Swift could be hit or miss, right? We've talked about this. McLaurin, uh, he was pretty solid. The turf toe might not be as big a deal now. He might be getting through that. Things are looking up. I love Sam Howell. I have him all over the place. Uh, this is a tough one, Mike. Uh, this is a tough one for me. Yeah, I I just don't like the Tyler Boyd side of this. For me, he's kind of just like an afterthought. So really, for me, this trade is McLaurin, De- uh, DeAndre Swift, $30, $30 worth of fab to get Chris Olave. I just think that's too rich for my blood. I'd probably hold that left side. I'm also assuming that's $30 on a $100 budget, not a 1000 Yeah, That's a lot. That's yeah. a big chunk. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I love Olave. Would I give up McLaurin Swift to 30 fab bucks? I might. I actually might, especially if it's full. It's oh, got to be one point PPR, though, for sure. It has to be. Yeah. That's I mean, it's, it, here's the thing, too. Like, I get maybe trying to sell DeAndre Swift. His value is never going to be higher than this game that he had right here. And who knows what it looks like when, when uh, Gainwell comes back. But, boy, it's tough to get rid of him. Also, he made that trade. He wasn't even really asked. Well, he asked our thoughts, but that trade's already been done, so there's no going back on that, Connie Bo. Kyoko is here on the Plaza Podcast. Non-PPR, your favorite, Mike. Your all-time favorite. Non-PPR. Drake London or Nico Collins rest of season? This is the debate now? Oh, my God. It's already come to this. After one week, one garbage time outing for my boy Nico Collins, he's now being compared to Drake London. 
And both are on the wire, and he needs a wide receiver. Wow. Because yep. somebody um, is that anti-Desmond Ritter last. They're like, I'm out. I'm dropping Jake London after week one. That's what they did. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how to say this guy's this person's name, Ky- Kyoko. I would find a way to get both of these guys on your team. Uh, make it happen. Find a way. Um, but if you're asking me to pick one between the two, it's still Drake London for me. I'm sorry. Um, especially after his performance that he showed on, on Sunday. Uh, better days are ahead. Once Desmond Ritter gets a little bit more comfortable in this offense, Drake London is, is a stud. But I would be doing everything that I possibly could to add both of these guys. Kyoko also wants to know what were our thoughts on Damian Pierce. We talked about him earlier in the show. You guys can always watch this anytime. By the way, if you're watching this after the fact, make sure you subscribe and like the video if you're watching this uh, four days after it happened. I am actually thinking of benching him. Let's uh, pull up real quick here so we can look ahead because we want to talk clearly about what's going on with week three. We don't want to be morons. Yeah. But I am concerned, as I said, about the snap share, but it was also game script dependent, so we can't panic. I know Mike said that uh, he was still downed. He wasn't freaking out, right? Yeah, he's down four offensive linemen. I mean, like they're just not going to be able to do much when you're missing four starters. You do that to any NFL team, it's going to be tough, tough sledding, especially for a team like the Texans, um, who added a back and Devin Singletary as well to help out with the passing down work. So, as you can see here on the screen, we got it up on the Palazzo Podcast YouTube channel. If you guys are following us along here, we have Damian Pierce's game log up. Um, he has not been efficient. He got the Baltimore Ravens week one, 11 carries for 38 yards, Indy 15 carries for 31 yards. And it's tough sledding again coming up against Jacksonville at at Jacksonville here. So uh, um, I'd be go ahead. The Texans they have Jacksonville's number, especially in Jacksonville. Take yep. a look at the last couple of years. Weird shit. I know one of the years were Urban Meyer related, so maybe that's not fair. But yep. there's something about the Texans playing in Jacksonville that brings out the best in them. Maybe Pierce gets going this week against that Jacksonville defense. Yeah, I'm uh, actually brought this question up on my Twitter as well. Uh, again, if you're looking at a guy like Zach Moss or Damian Pierce, who are you starting between the two? Uh, I'm starting. I probably go Moss off the top of my head, but I might have to look at the matchups more specifically. Yeah, Moss is at Baltimore this week, and then uh, Pierce is at Jacksonville. Um, both are kind of in the same boat for me. It's a tough one. Um, but at the same time, too, uh, I actually like that take. I didn't even think about that. But uh, missing four offensive linemen, I need to see it before I'm w- willing to feel comfortable starting him. If I have better options, I'm probably sitting Pierce until he shows me something more. Okay, that's fair. Lock that in. Next couple, by the way, after Jacksonville, Pierce has Pittsburgh at home, at Atlanta, New Orleans, and then the bye. Um, not exactly a, a free-for-all, like, oh, we're going to dominate those defenses those are some solid maybe not elite but definitely the run defenses that are at least going to be like eh, i don't know maybe i don't want to start Damian pierce today so that's i'm a little concerned about pierce right now i want to see them get consistent i want to give D'Amico ryan's a chance to settle in as new head coach there in houston mike i was really just dis- yep. i thought they were going to ball out for D'Amico. really surprised and disappointed by the lack of i don't know fire or preparedness even for week two at home debut for Tobiko Ryan's former Houston Texan. Now the head coach, especially defensive especially, guy, a little concerned. Yeah. And especially in a division matchup and Anthony Richardson came out. So Gardner Minshew came out and started slinging it. I was a little shocked by that too, especially for how well they played against Baltimore. So yeah. Oh, your brother agrees with you. Go get London and Nico Collins. Go get both. I was yeah. shocked. They both agree. Uh, Connie Ball says that fab budget was 200. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. a two hundred. I've seen two hundred dollar auction budgets, two sixty, but not a two hundred dollar fab budget. Okay, so thirty of two hundreds. What's the math on that? Everybody, you guys are smarter than me. Uh, yeah, your boy BTC Jordan Love is thrown for a touchdown on almost twelve percent of his passes this season. It's high as the NFL. Just saying, it's two weeks, man. Come on, I love Love. Yeah. All right, don't make me shit on Love. What are you doing to me, <laughs> BTC? Why are you making me shit on Love when I love him? Damn it. I was going to say, I, I think that just to be clear here, I just want to make sure that our our, our our stances on love are are clear. We're not saying that Jordan Love is not a bad quarterback. I'm just saying the stretch, the, the comment of him being a top five quarterback by years ends a little bit of a stretch, at least for me. I'll speak for Michael on that, too. So yep. it's not saying we're out on love. It's just, again, we just need to see more. It's only two weeks. Yeah, that's all. Come on. That's all we're saying. That's all. Stain lifter. That's all. Uh, all right. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the show here. Anybody else we haven't mentioned, Mike? Anybody else we want to get anything else we want to get in the record here before this week just yeah. flies by? Next thing you know, it's 39 football. And it's like, oh, shit, it's Sunday. Uh. Yeah. My boy. And then again, I was actually surprised I wasn't getting hit up on this. So I'm glad that people are uh, 
didn't do this yet. David Montgomery had a looked a lot worse than what he came out with. Oh, uh, yeah. Cyber- My boy, David Montgomery, if you've been following me or living under a rock, you know that I love David Montgomery here. Um, it's true. Came came away. He kind of got like that alligator roll tackle, and his leg got caught up, and uh, he came off the off the field with the trainers. Got put on a cart. Everyone thought it was a knee injury. It's actually a thigh bruise. I don't. I, I'm not. I, I've never played football before in my life competitively. So again, it's one of those <laughs> things too, where maybe it's a lot worse than I think. But uh, Montgomery after the game said it's a couple weeks thing that he thinks it's going to take him a couple weeks to recover. And then Dan Campbell came out and said it's a day to day thing. So. Make sure you guys keep an eye out on practice reports. I doubt he plays this week, but if he, you know, if he doesn't, make sure you have other options. And then another guy I wanted to talk about is a uh, waiver wire ad. Uh, if he's not already owned, is Hunter Henry of the New England Patriots. Oh. So if you guys need a tight end, he caught, I believe, two touchdowns on Sunday. Um, he's a guy that I'd be looking to add. Uh, I think he's the number two, number two tight end overall. He caught one. He's got two on the year. Got it. Okay, that's what it was. Um, I love him in the red zone. Um, again, uh, he's a serviceable tight end. Is he this good? I don't know. They've played two shitty defenses in, in the in the um, Steelers. Uh, sorry, the Eagles and the uh, Dolphins. Well, Philly's defense. The Jets, well, okay, Philly's defense is good. They were, Maybe they're not performing right now, but they're good. No, they and they were down two corners too, so it's worth noting that. Um, but at the same time, too, he gets the Jets week three. Um, he's a guy I like as a as again pretty e- safe floor at least through two weeks. He's getting the targets six or seven weeks for a t- uh, six or seven targets for a tight end is pretty solid, um, and you hope that he's be able to at least give you that floor of five to six points with those yardages and hope, hoping for a touchdown. So you want to go against like that defense? Henry. You want to go against that Jets? No, I'm saying if you need a tight end, I like him the most. Oh, if you're desperate, in the okay. That's available. I see you're saying. Yeah, yeah. A little concern is actually matchups of the Jets and the Cowboys on the road. That's not fun, <laughs> no. but nope. I'm gonna have to investigate. Just because there's a good defense doesn't mean that they're dominant against a tight end. There's always holes in even the best defenses. So I'm going to take a look at uh, points per game so far, first two weeks on fantasy points per game per position by team. That's going to be something to take a look at. But I like Henry's great ad. I was going to recommend Kendrick Bourne. He's still 42% on Yahoo. Still widely available. He's 20 targets already. Yes, he didn't produce as much in week two, but he had a ton of targets. Max Jones just sucks. But yeah, they're going against the Jets and Cowboys next two weeks, so maybe I'm... Now, I love Bourne no matter what. I don't care. I think you just add Bourne because yeah. he's going to be the guy there all year. He's like their best or most dynamic playmaker in the wide receiver core, in my opinion. Before we get into this next question here, really quickly, I just want to get your thoughts because you're a Lions guy. Or do you have any interest in Josh Reynolds? Yes, I do. I'm glad we went back to that. I know we brought it up, then we jumped into some other shit because the live chat is <laughs> a bumping tonight. Love Josh Reynolds now. I With Amon Ra being the guy that can be... I don't know, they could double-team him. They can make it more difficult on him. There's nobody else that they could really rely on. Sam Laporta, I like, uh, but he's still a rookie. He's coming into it. Looks like Josh Reynolds, though, has come out banging, and Jared Goff has been looking for Reynolds. Some big gains, big plays in the Chiefs opener, I noticed, where Reynolds was targeted, especially on the go-ahead touchdown drive, I believe. And then the two touchdowns here against the Seahawks. Yeah, it's a high-scoring matchup, but I think Reynolds is uh, absolutely like the other guy here as a wide receiver, 100%. Yeah. Rank these wide receivers in terms of priority. Josh, really quickly, Josh Reynolds, Tank Dell, Tutu Atwell. Reynolds, Dell, Atwell. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Reynolds, Atwell, Dell. That's how I have him ranked as well. Yeah. Uh, Mike says, check your Discord DMs. I just did. Uh, I don't see anything. You got something for me? Because, oh, wait, did I miss it? Oh, uh, he he sent me a DM. Oh, you're Mike. That's right, because we're both Mike. <laughs> uh, Steven here. Sorry, Steven, we have your question up. Let's rock it. Oh, by the way, BTC wants to stay on Reynolds. Golf safety blanket from the LA days connection is strong. Oh, yep, I agree 100%. Uh, in a full PPR 12-man redraft format, do I give away Nico Collins and Elijah Mitchell of the 49ers for Javante Williams of the Barrancos and Hollywood? Who's, yeah, Hollywood Brown, remember him? My running back situation is Henry Bijan, and my wide receiver room is Evans, Terry, Judy, and Thomas, 12-team, full PPR, giving away Nico Collins. But you get Hollywood Brown. I'd probably make this deal. I like Javante Williams. I think he's the best player in this in this, in this this trade. When you guys are evaluating trades, it's important to remember, too, who's the best player. So that always holds some weight. Um, ah. You're getting the best player in Javante Williams here, in my opinion. Um, I know some AJP Ryan's a thing there in Denver. But, again, uh, it's only two weeks. Javante Williams is a guy that uh, – Again, the Broncos are really high on. He's looked good. Um, and 
plus you get Hollywood Brown. So I think is a very I compare I wouldn't say comparable, but it's a nice it's a nice segue from Nico to Hollywood. Um, and then again, Elijah Mitchell is the backup to CMC. Although it is worth noting too that um, Shanahan did say they need to get Elijah M- Mitchell more involved, uh, and that was not the game script for CMC to see that many uh, carries in that game, which kind of sounds crazy to me, but whatever. Aha, uh-huh. that's right. Okay, yeah, Javante. You know, it's been a dualistic backfield at the least back. So I like Perrine this year. So I love Samaji. Urine, Perrine. I'm not calling him. It's a joke from my mom a long time ago. She is my mom still here? Hey, mom, you still here? Remember that? Uh, she might be gone right now. So yeah, I'm 43 years old in my mom's house. That's a fact. Let me lock that in. Actually. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, Hollywood, by the way, Mr. Marquise Brown, I wanted to pull him up because he's just an afterthought right now because Arizona's a nightmare to a lot of people. But, you know, 10 targets on Sunday, week two. He's going to get targets. This team sucks. They're going to be behind. That's going to matter. So I think I think I'm with you. I think I, I like the deal. I like getting Hollywood and Javante. That's fine. I love Nico Collins and I like Eli Mitchell. This could end up being real tight. It could be regrettable. I think it's actually really, really close. And especially with one full point PPR between Nico Collins and Hollywood. But Hollywood's going to get more targets, I think, than Nico. Just because there's a lot of receivers in Houston with Robert Woods and Tank Dell and so on and so forth. There's a lot of people to throw the ball around to for CJ Stroud. I'm just saying. Yeah, the more and more I look at that trade, I like like the the trade a lot. So I'm, I'm pulling the trigger there, Steven. All right, we're going to wrap it up here with Kyle Ellis, trade Amari Cooper and Puka for AJB, AJ Brown. Remember AJ Brown? He disappeared the first two weeks, but apparently it's Jalen Hurts' fault. <laughs> AJ, AJ Brown. Yeah, never heard of that guy. I have Chase and Amon. Oh, 10 team PPR. So you've already got Jabbar Chase and Amon Ra, my guy, and it's yeah. 10 team. So you're giving up Amari <laughs> Cooper and Puka to get AJ Brown. AJ Brown is absolutely, you, I mean, you probably do that. Yeah, I'm probably doing that as as well. I mean, you're receiving. I mean, if you're, I assume you're going to be able to start all three of these guys. Yeah, uh, Kyle, uh, between Chase, uh, the Sun God, and AJB. Yeah, I'm I'm probably pulling the trigger on that. Yep, he can do that, and yep. it's a ten team league, so it's shallow. So there's be a lot of guys. You know, it's possible that um, Amari or similar guys to Amari and Puka could end up being available in a ten team later on. Maybe I'm not saying they're going to get dropped, but. Guys similar ilk could be available. You get AJ all day. Hunter18 says, any underrated wa- waiver receivers? The tops are Reynolds, Jacoby Myers, and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't think um, my prediction didn't come true from Sunday that I thought JSN would have his first touchdown, Mike. It didn't work out, even though the Seahawks scored 37 points. Uh, yeah, Lockett, Lockett sure looked good, though. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. I love DK Metcalf. I was anti-Lockett. That was stupid. But I did say, if you go back, remember that video I made? I said, start Khalif Raymond, and he had the touchdown. So I got, I'm got. i just trying to look for my validations. What do you think here? Any underrated wide receivers? I mean, we already covered some of them. Josh Reynolds, we talked about. Yeah. Jacoby Myers, concussion protocol. How serious? I mean, he got ripped pretty hard week one. How soon could we be relying on him? McDaniels did say um, earlier in the week, uh, and when I say earlier in the week, I mean yesterday, uh, that uh, <laughs> things are things are trending in the right direction with him. Take that for what it's worth. It could be coach talk. I mean, hell, any, any type of improvement is going to be better than what he has. So um, he still has to pass concussion protocol. So, but he's a guy I like. He got a lot of targets alongside Devonte Adams if he's available. Um, of this group, I'd probably rank them. Oh boy, I'd probably go Jacoby Myers one. JSN to Josh Reynolds three. Michael, what say you? Yeah, my, I mean, Reynolds is a hot name there. I think he's still got to go JSN one. I think he gets more involved here. Uh, there also could be an injury. Lockett could get hurt. I, that's not a guarantee, yep. of course, but injuries are something that will happen in the NFL. So I'm going to stick with JSN one. And Myers' concussion freaks me out. I'm going Reynolds two and Myers three, even though Myers looked amazing in week one. But I don't. you're trusting Jimmy yeah. G every week to be consistent? I mean, we're talking about Jared Goff I might have problems with. I got way more problems with Jimmy G than I do Goff. That's for damn sure. So you can lock that. Yeah, I mean, and again, we could be going off of the week one, being a little bit too drunk on that in terms of uh, yep. uh, his, his production. But who knows? No, yeah, that's true. And also, you go back and listen to the early part of the show to Hunter for some other receivers we mentioned, some of the people in the live chat. These people are geniuses. I mean, they know as much as we do, so listen to them as well. Yep. Uh, David says, this will be the final one, I think. In a half PPR league with top waiver priority and Puka available, 
Would y'all take Puka or Ford? I would absolutely take Ford over Puka for me in a half PPR with the top waiver priority. That's how much I love Jerome Ford. That's what I would do. I'm going to lock that in. David, not to make things tougher on you, buddy, but I am going to go Puka here. Uh, I just think, again, with the, the amount of volume that he's getting and who knows with, with Cream Hunt coming in, if they add another running back, uh, Puka is going to be the guy. And I still think he has value. We talked about it earlier in the show when when Cooper Cup comes back. So, But, again, I hate being this guy, but it depends on team need. If you need a running back, obviously you want to prioritize Ford. If you need to receive it, go get Puka. Utah. Give me two. Lots of podcasts, two L's, two Z's. That's us here. We're closing the show. Greg Shrinkin says 12 team PPR. Saquon, Keenan Allen, Khalil Herbert, or Tony Pollard, Michael Thomas, Hollywood Brown. Should I accept this trade? So it's Saquon, Keenan, Khalil Herbert for Tony Pollard, Thomas, and Hollywood. This is PPR. Uh, Uh, David says, thanks, y'all. It does make it tougher, but what a problem to have. That's right. Thanks, buddy. We love your attitude. Uh, Greg says, I'd be getting the Saquon side on this deal. Saquon, Keenan, Herbert. Uh, I want the Pollard side. Yeah, I want the Pollard side as well, especially with the ankle injury. The Saquon. I like Keenan Allen. I hate Saquon's Khalil your guy, Herbert. dude. I know, but with the ankle injury here, I I just want to go on record of saying I hated Khalil, Khalil Herbert from the get go in Chicago. The dude can't block. He sucks. I, I think better times are ahead, but I was out on him at his draft price. I love Khalil. I love no, Khalil this year. Hey, do you know who was a scratch on Sunday? It was Dante Foreman, dude. Remember that? that I'm just saying. I mean, yep, Rashawn Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get some. He's gonna get some looks here. Uh, this is really tough for me. The best player in this deal for me is Tony Pollard. Uh, you got to hope that Michael Thomas stays healthy. He's been hurt. Hollywood Brown saw some targets, but the team sucks. I just, I'm not about acquiring a guy that's injured. That's my thing. So uh, mm-hmm. it's tough for me, but I'm probably going the Tony Pollard side as well. Yeah, it's a difference between. This is a great point. I'm glad you said that, Mike. Big difference, guys, between acquiring a injured player versus a struggling player. A struggling player could get better, and the injury won't limit him. But with an injury, you don't know if he's going to bounce back. I think that's a key difference. When they see someone who's not performing, those are two variables. Very smart, Mike. I'm really glad you said that. I will say, Keenan Allen's a guy who I hated this year because I just never trusted he's healthy. But I did play him in DFS Sunday because I was like, you know what? He's healthy right now. I, I, I took the lesson from Tua in week one. I'm like, well, Tua's healthy right now. Shit. So when he is in there, he's really good with this offense. And Keenan Allen is available today, so I'm going to play him. Yep. So. He asks, uh, Greg, real, real quickly, says, what if it was Mex- Mixon instead of Pollard? Would it be a smash except then? And again, he did say that he'd be getting the Saquon side. Ooh, that changes things if it's Mixon for me because I am anti-Mixon. Yeah, I've, if you're if you're swapping out Pollard for Mixon, I'm taking the Saquon side. Yeah, I don't, uh, Mixon's getting older. Uh, he's not as explosive as I'd like him to be at this point. And the Bengals are bumming me out right now. So if you turn Pollard into Mixon, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Saquon side if you're switching Pollard and, and Mixon there. I want the Saquon side. Yeah, would it be a smash except then? Not with Mixon, no. Fuck yeah. no. Right. Pollard. <laughs> I don't think it's even a smash. It's just an accept. It's like, I will accept this. Yeah! There's a big difference there, too, guys. <laughs> so many differences in this game that we're pointing out to you guys. That's what we do here at Palazzo Podcast. I want to thank you. It's you uh, Mikey G and Mikey too. V, right? That's us, or Mikey V and Mikey G. I don't give a shit who it is. Make sure you follow MKB Fantasy on Twitter. MJ Govier, Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. We got the Discord. It's wide open, so if run out of time here and you want to jump in the Discord get your questions answered, that's a great place to continue the conversation. It's totally free. And then the Patreon starts with three bucks. We're going to have a rankings up tomorrow. And then I'll have uh, more DFS lineups for Thursday Night Football, the primetime games. I'd like to do that. It's all coming your way. I swear. Yeah, we got one more. Okay, here it is. Joaquin, the final one. Hang on real quick before we get into this question. Make sure you guys check us out on Sunday for Sunday's show as well. We're yeah. answering all your smart sick questions as well. We're doing that every week. Make sure you guys join us on Sunday as well. If you like today's show, Sunday's is even more entertaining. Right? 10 a.m. Right, That's yep. right. 10 a.m. supposedly, although I was on at 10.15 because, you know, I make mistakes. But we're shooting for 10 on Sundays. We'll be here regardless, no matter what. I, pr- I promise you. All right. Close it out. Then we're just going to leave. Uh, this last question here comes from Joaquin. Blah, blah, blah. Trade Joaquin. Waller. Joaquin. Sorry. Yeah. Trade Waller, Terry, and Gabe Davis for Debo, Brown, Robinson Jr., and Komet. Um, are we talking A.J. Brown? No, Robinson Jr., I believe. Brian Robinson, your boy. Right, but he's saying Debo. Who's who's Brown? Oh, 
Oh yeah, who is yeah, who is Brown? Who's Brown, dude? Anyways, I want the Debo side. That's just that's me. All right, so. we're skipping the juicy that because we don't. I don't know. Best wide receiver going yeah. forward: Sutton or Nico Collins? Can only keep one. I'm, oh boy, uh, I'm going Nico Collins, man. I'm going Nico, Nico Collins. Collins I don't want it to be recency one. bias either. I really don't. But you nope. trust nope. Russell Wilson? Nope. Nope. Give me Nico Collins again. I uh, just think he's he's on the trajectory upward. Sutton's been on the way down. So as long as Nico's he's healthy, hurt. yeah. If he's healthy, I go Nico. Oh man. Uh a Hawking says Brain Robinson Jr. Well, who's Brown though, man? I swear, did you have Brown? I'm going back to this question. Uh Debo Brown? There's Debo Samuel. I don't know what's going on here. Debo you gotta help us. Yeah. Yeah, we got Juicy and he's happy. See, we make people happy. How about Jugs? What a funny name. Yo, Wilson and Algier for Olave. Yes, 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 lock it in. Smash accept. Great job. Immediately. I'm doing that all day. Yes. Algier's going to fade away. Bijan, barring injury. Bijan is a, I think it's, boy, I I saw a move at, at Sunday, and I was like, oh, shit. This guy's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. I, I thought there was too much hype brewing, man, and I was like, I got to chill on this, but I think I'm going to have to circle back on that one. Someone, even, yep. someone I even respect said that he made a move that was similar to Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders-esque Sunday. I was like, Whoa. I gotta go find that ASAP because if that's true, then Ooh. holy shit balls! I hope it's not a. Oh, Hawking says it was a typo, so no Brown then. There, it's just Brian Robinson, Brown Robinson Jr. I see what he's trying to say, Brown Robinson Jr., but he meant Brian Robinson Jr. That's right. what it was. So Waller, Terry, and Gabe Davis for Debo, Brian Robinson, and Komet. Uh, I still want the right side. I want Debo and Brian Robinson and Komet over those guys. Uh, I think Debo's Debo might be toast here, and like he might be too inconsistent. That's a real problem for me. I love Brian Robinson Jr. Now though, he's he's really getting Dang. receiving opportunities and running the ball. And I love Komet over Waller. Everyone loves Waller, but you can't. I mean, Waller can he be trusted all the time? I just don't know. I trust Komet more, even though Field sucks. I know that sounds strange, but I got to stick with what I know and what I've done my homework on in the preseason here. And yes, I have the right to change my mind, and I should change my mind when I see things that make me change my mind. But. Love Gabe Davis though, man. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay with the Waller side by a hair, only because Debo bums me out. <laughs> there you go. I just like to play. Didn't Debo score a touchdown? Yeah, but like I'm looking for a guy who can rack up the catches consistently, and he's just not sure. a part of that with Purdy. I don't think. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm freaking out. Maybe I need to chill out. Okay, I, I admit that freely. All right, we're going. This has been fun. Thank you so much. If you want more, come back Sunday. And then in the meantime, the Discord is available. We'll try to post a little quick update videos during the week too, talking about players we like. Uh, you know, add this guy now, or when news happens, we'll try to react to it. Right? Yep. Absolutely. At least that's the dream. Yes. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll send you out. I'll play the video and then we'll be gone just because, uh, you know, it gives you something to go to bed on. There it is. See ya. Fucking Rothfitzberger, the quarterback, was all fucking hug it, chug it football all night. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.